welcome to your dog cast where we feature news just for dog lovers here's your rover reporter mary lou davidson today we're going to talk about some basics about dog food usually when we bring a dog home from a shelter or a breeder we ask them what the dog's been fed so that we can continue that in hopes of easing the transition as the dog gets acclimated But shortly after that, when they do feel at home, it's time to take a good look at what they're eating and really think about if it's the most healthy option for them. There's so many choices. Should it be dry, wet, a combo, or raw? Where do we start? It's uh, overwhelming. So we brought in someone who knows a little something about dog food. He's the senior pet nutritionist at Dog Perfect. A warm welcome to Kyle Baker. So Kyle, let's get into it. What do you recommend? Well, I, I always want to uh, have a variety in a dog's diet. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm always a, a, a fan of raw diets to canned food diets to then kibble. But I always recommend adding some kind of moisture to it into a wet food or a raw food form uh, of some sort. Could you add some table scraps, carrots, meats, those kinds of things? You got it. Yeah, you can uh, you can uh, supplement with your own uh, human food itself uh, to make sure it's not seasoned. Uh, it's the same chicken, beef, pork that you eat is is perfectly fine to feed towards them. Turkey, uh, carrots, zucchini, squash, your watermelons, uh, uh, cantaloupes, all those. Are, those are good additives to add to the diet to add more moisture to it and to add a little bit more flavor and, and good smells to the dog's diet. Yeah. How about berries? Can can they have berries? Heck yeah. Okay. Heck yeah. Blue, blueberries are amazing. Uh, uh, some dogs really love blueberries more than anything, and some dogs don't. Uh, but yes, blueberries, cranberries, strawberries—all that is wonderful for dogs to eat in a in a small portion. Uh, just like for us, you know, everything in in, in small portions. You don't want to do uh, overwhelm them in just one thing. So don't just give them a whole bowl of blueberries or a whole bowl of strawberries. Just it's a few additions added to the to the kibble itself. Just more as look at it as more as supplemental feeding. Gotcha. So. Without getting into specific brand names, um, what kinds of things are we looking for on the dog food label? So, we- so on a dry dog food label, um, you want to make sure that the first two ingredients are uh, some kind of meat-based uh, towards it, uh, and then uh, and then not not a lot of other fillers afterwards. So, I always tell people when you look at a bag of dog food, ninety percent of the ingredient is before the fat. So if you look and find out where the fat is, and if there's only four or five ingredients in front of that, and two of them are, are proteins, then you know that that food is gonna be having more meat content than fillers. Uh, so always kind of pinpoint where the fat is on, on the label. And then just remember 90% of, of the food is before the fat. Uh, so if you just sit there and count all those ingredients, if there's eight ingredients in there, that means there can only, there's, you can only have 15% of meat, uh, you know, 12% of this, and it just keeps on going down the line. So the last ingredients before the fat is always key, and then making sure it's led with uh, two meat sources uh, at the beginning. So how do they label fat? Is it fat or is it? So it'd be like chicken fat or uh, beef fat or um Sometimes it's do animal fat or uh, uh, soybean oil. Um, they'll use it as. Uh, but most of the time it's labeled as a fat. Every so often it's labeled as some kind of vegetable oil, but mostly it's labeled as a fat itself. 
What about the grain-free mystery? There was a big surge towards that and then a pullback of late with some possible problems. Do you think that grain-free presents a problem? Oh, not, not at all. That was, uh, that was more towards propaganda more than towards science itself. And that's why it got pulled back. Uh, there was an article written by a, a veterinarian uh, from a really, really, really uh, a big company in this industry. And she wrote an opinion article of why she maybe thought that heart issues could be coming about in, do in dogs. And that opinion article took off like it was a fact uh, and went all over social media, news, and, and took off. But actually, after the studies about that really got put, uh, put together, there was no proof or indication that uh, grain-free uh, grain diets cause heart disease or, grains that, uh, or diets that have grain in it uh, help uh, stopping heart disease. There is no proof or no scientific uh, um, um, on that. That, 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 that that's a possibility. Um, but again, that, that was uh, one of the worst things that ever happened in this industry. Um, it made people question uh, the foods they were eating. It started making them question the independent stores that they were shopping at. And all that, uh, all that, uh, uh, that grain-free and, and grain thing, the only thing that helped was veterinarians, your publicly traded companies, and your corporate companies. Um, but there is no scientific proof that uh, you dogs need grain or that grain-free is causing any issues at all. Yeah, really just a big brouhaha over nothing. You got it. So when we were talking about the label and having at least four or five ingredients before the fat, does that hold true for canned food as well? Uh, it generally, it, it, it is. Uh, so what I tell people to look on, on canned food is that the guaranteed analysis. So on the guaranteed analysis, it's going to have your protein and your fat content in it. Uh, and if your protein and fat are really close to each other, say your protein is nine and your fat is eight, that means that canned food is pretty much almost half of it. It's just fat. Um, probably wouldn't be a food, a good food to feed to a dog uh, on an everyday basis. That's more of a topper as like a, one, one or two scoops on there. Um, so I always tell people, look at the guarantee analysis on the back of a canned food and look at the protein and the fat. And you want to see a, a, a difference in that. If it's like eight and four, that means it's 25% fat, 75% meat. Um, but yeah, if the, the, the protein and fat numbers are really close to each other, that, may, that pretty much means that they're cutting pretty much half fat in that can and half meat content and just and boiling it down. So just look at those guarantee analysis, the fat and protein, and, and make sure there is a, a large difference between them. Um, and, and, and that's only important if you're only feeding canned food. If you're just using it as a topper or a flavor enhancer, then the, the protein, the, then, then the ones that are protein and fats are close to each other really don't matter. But if you're just feeding canned food, you definitely want to pay attention to that uh, or you'll get an overweight dog or a dog with pancreatitis or you'll get the, 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 the soft stools. Yeah. What about, you know, as our dogs age, should seniors get the same amount of protein, a little less, a little more? How does that work? My, my belief is dogs need to still get uh, uh, more protein when they're older. It's the same thing as when we get older. Um, we need good, clean, uh, easy digestible proteins to deter atrophy, and, uh, and, and, I, and it's the same thing with dogs. But the main thing is a lot of these dog food companies derive their protein from vegetable and plant matter, uh, and you're not getting those amino acids that actually help 
keep your muscles strong. So it's really de it depends on where that protein is coming from. If it's coming from meat content, then the more the more the better. Uh, if it's coming from vegetable content, no, it's it's it's, it's you're not getting the the amino acids that you need from it, and it's just hurting your liver and kidneys trying to extract that protein from that vegetable and plant matter. So if the answer is yes, if it's coming from a good meat protein source. Uh, no, if it's coming from mostly from a vegetable protein source. Okay. So we've talked about dry food. We've talked about wet food. Years ago, I looked into the raw possibility. And at that point, it was really cumbersome and, you know, all kinds of food safety issues. But now there are prepackaged raw foods. What do you think about those? So that, that, is, that is my favorite way to feed in a, a, a dog or a cat. Um, they say that's the most biologically appropriate way um, because it's the easiest way for a dog to recognize food is in, in, a, in a raw form. And the safety measures in the raw, the raw industry has um, are, are will blow people's mind on the safety that they put into the dog industry. Um, so they allow 0% salmonella, E. coli, and listeria in the raw dog food industry. Our grocery stores are allowed 15, uh, 14% salmonella, E. coli, and listeria in the food that is in our grocery store. So the dog food industry, raw industry, is actually uh, highly uh, regulated high, more highly than our grocery store food itself. And the, the way they've gotten around that to make it 100% safe is some companies do HPP, which is a high pressure pasteurization, which kills all the bad bacteria. Uh, there's a company out there who does fermentation. Fermentation kills all the bad bacteria and boosts all the good bacteria. And then you have a few companies out there that's uh, gently cooking or slow steaming their, their food at 185 degrees to eliminate also that bacteria out there. Um, so they have made uh, raw safe, um, and it is by far the easiest way, uh, e easiest food to digest and the most uh, 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 nutritional for a dog and a cat to take in. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, I've got a whole bunch of questions about supplements, but I'm going to save those for our next talk. But this has been really helpful, and I so appreciate your time, Kyle. Thank you, Mary Lou. Kyle Baker is the Senior Pet Food Nutritionist at DogPerfect.com.